What is up, you beautiful people? This is Gary Horn, and this is this is the NWA, the podcast celebrating the past, present, future history, legacy, and tradition of the greatest sports entity of all time, the National Wrestling Alliance. And I am so happy to see every single one of you, your beautiful faces, even though I can't see them all. I do have these two surrogate faces that are not quite as beautiful as you all, but they'll do for now. These two faces, by the way, are my life partners, my friend. Hey, it's Will. Hey, Will. What's up? What's up? Tonight was a great episode, top to bottom. I cannot wait to talk about it. So much is happening. Uh, I, my heart is still racing, so we're going to have to have to kind of land the plane and, and uh, talk about it. But, man, what a show. Couldn't agree more. And uh, the other the other bearded face that you see in front of you is uh, the third but perhaps most important member of the bearded trio, that is the doctor, Rob Stinson. Hey, Doc, how's it going? First of all, let me, let me tell you, when, when it comes to beautiful faces, I have gotten comparisons to David Grohl, Eric Bana, Christian Bale, uh, Brad Pitt. Now, not Brad Pitt, but the other three I have gotten comparisons to. So just remember that mm. when you're throwing shade, Gary. <clears throat> All right, there. Um, okay, I've got nothing for that. So glad you said it. Um, all right. Well, uh, it's so good to be here with you guys again. Uh, if you're not familiar with us, we run a show called This Is Pro Wrestling over at TIPW Show on all the social medias. But uh, we are here today to talk about the latest episode of NWA Power. And boy, was it a good one. I, I can't I, I can't even express how excited I am after this episode. This one was fire from top to bottom. It was outstanding. And uh, so if you ever doubted for even a millisecond that the NWA was back, well, your fears were resolved here today because these this is the NWA right here. This is what we came for. Uh, this is uh, we, we open up and you, you, you get I mean, right off the bat just. Uh, just the excitement built around Nick Aldis is coming to the podium to be with Kyle Davis. So we'll just jump in there. Uh, Nick's the dealer. He doesn't fold. Uh, Trevor Murdoch's been embarrassing himself, according to Nick Aldis, basically. Like Trevor, you know, th this is getting ugly. It's getting personal. And Nick wants to, to talk to Trevor one-on-one. -on -one and uh, so they could set up something final is really what he's going for here. So Trevor Murdoch immediately enters and, uh, He's ready to talk to Nick. He's ready to hash this thing out. And uh, Doc, you're already shaking your head. Why, why are you shaking your head already? Because I just want the fans, like, we all watch the episode. This is the subtlety. This is the subtlety of Gary Horn and Will Martin, okay? We listen to some of the greatest oratory in the history of the sport. And Gary just wants to gloss right over that and go, oh, yeah, you know, Nick comes out and says a couple things, and then Trevor comes out. Uh, yeah. Never mind the fact that he pointed out that he was an 11 on a scale of 1 to 10. Never mind the whole, I may not dive, I may not flip, but no one can stand this level of drip. You couldn't just walk, you're just going to blow past that. That's part of your agenda, man. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not, look, I'm not, I'm objective here. I'm trying my best to be objective, but then you're just going to open it up right off the beginning and just blow past some oratory that's going to be on posters 20 years from now. They're going to be doing A&E shows on this 20 years from now. And you just blew right past it, Gary. Listen, man. Missing opportunities all, on the daily. I don't even know what you just did to your camera. 
right now that you just got. Yeah, I walked off, back. but I'm back. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. First of all, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to dial back the voice just a little bit. Uh, if it gets any higher, people's speakers get blowed. We can't have that. People got very expensive PCs. So here's what we could do, Doc. If you want to, how about you? Uh, why don't you tell us what happened from here? As far as Trevor Murdoch entering, uh, or if there's anything else you felt like I missed with Nick Aldis, you, you, in the spirit of openness and uh, our our companionship as friends, you go ahead and yes. you take this we'll, first segment, please. We'll we'll put our agenda aside, Rob. We'll give you the floor. We'll let you drive the ship on this opening segment. Go for it. Pretty much, Nick came out, and then uh, Trevor came out. <laughs> <laughs> After that, and, and, and Nick, Nick came out, talked about talked about the situation, addressed the elephant in the room, which is the uh, the tension between Adonis and um, and Trevor Murdoch. And you know, I mean, you, you hear Kyle uh, Davis's allusions to this and that, and and uh, uh, the the comments and the dialogue going on between again, it's, this is stuff for the ages. But he invites Trevor Murdoch to come out and address some of some of the issues and some of the tension that's been going on and that's been per- pervasive in the National Wrestling Alliance, especially in that GPB studio. And then Trevor Murdoch comes out uh, to hear what the dealer has to say. And and you you did you did point out that he said he's the dealer and he never folds. So he comes out and he, without folding, he begins to to assess the situation and lay out ultimately. A uh, um, a pretty generous offer to to Trevor Murdoch. Now Murdoch is coming out, and he's obviously intense and angry. He he accuses uh, Aldous of saying things that Aldous never said. He said that Aldous called him stupid, which he did not. He said he made bad decisions, which that's true. He has made bad decisions, and he said he was not championship material. And I think that you have to. This is the point where we've got to use a scalpel and not a machete. I think anybody watching uh, the last uh, three or four episodes of Power, knowing the context, knows that Aldis did not say that um, Trevor Murdoch was not championship material. Basically, he said he was not world's championship material. He was not the man to represent the brand. But he's also said that about everybody else. Okay, so it's not like he's just singling out Trevor Murdoch. And Trevor Murdoch has this, uh, you know, this, this. Uh, complex right now about Nick Aldis when Nick Aldis has been nothing but generous offering him week after week every week he comes out and offers Murdoch either an out or another opportunity every time and I'm just wondering at what point is Murdoch going to come out and say champ you've been gracious to me you've been grateful I'm going to start conducting myself like world's championship material so I can get what I really want which is a shot of that 10 pounds of gold now, I will say this for you, Doc. Uh, some of what I was able to pick out of there, um, there were some kernels of truth. And um, one of the things is that if you haven't checked it out, uh, the champ did do an interview over with our friends, uh, The Nation Show, uh, part of the Busted Open Nation. Um, you can check them out on YouTube. And uh, the champ was on there just recently, and he did do a great interview. It was fantastically conducted. Um the uh, the thing I want to bring up from it, though, is that he gets straight up asked by front row in that interview if why he thinks or if he thinks that Trevor Murdoch is not uh, championship caliber 
basically for an opponent. Nick does, in fact, in that interview say, I never said he's not championship material. Like he could not win the championship. But there is the aspect of Nick saying, but is he really who we want representing the NWA? And he seems to question Murdoch's, you know, there's there's that whole people like you thing that uh, all this seems to lean into when it comes to Trevor Murdoch. And that's a little off-putting for people. I I, I assume you would agree with that, Rob. I mean, it just seems like people would, uh, you can understand people having a problem with that at least. And so Nick seems to, seems to lean into that a little bit and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to assume what he means exactly, but it just seems for what it's worth, maybe Nick feels that way about everybody. So anyway. I I mean, again, I mean, it's like when you're in the national wrestling Alliance, the premier entity in professional wrestling, there is a pecking order and everybody should be oriented towards the top. And there is a certain way that you conduct yourself. There's a certain way that you regard yourself. And again, week after week, we've seen this. We've seen uh, we've seen into uh, you know instances where where the champ has wanted to offer uh, you know uh, an avenue or an opportunity for for Murdoch to ascend the mountaintop. Murdoch comes out on the, the the first episode of the premiere episode of Power on Fight TV, and he comes back not to take issue with. All this, but to take issue with Adonis, his sights were already set on the national championship, not on the world championship. He impugned upon the champion's time to say, this is what I want. This is what I'm after. And here we've got the champion coming out saying, okay, I've got a way to give it to you. You've not earned it. You've squandered this and that, but I've got a cha- I've got, I've got a deal for you. Let me make a deal. I'm the dealer. I'm not going to fold, but I'm going to make a deal for you. And he has done this consistently week after week after week. And I'm tired of reading the social media, the hate, all this that Nick Aldis says he's not worthy. Nick Aldis, all Nick Aldis has done is give him chance after chance after chance. And I wish somebody, maybe you two, would acknowledge that. Um, all I know is that if heaven forbid I am ever put on trial for anything, Rob, will you please be my character witness? Because it's almost like you believe the things that you're saying, and it's and it's like. Look, man, I'm not disagreeing with everything you say. I all respect due to the the real world's champion. He is the dealer. He doesn't fold. He did look like an 11 tonight. All of that's true. But what you're glossing over, you accuse us of glossing over things. You're glossing over the past couple of weeks where Nick Aldis dangled Sweet Charlotte, that 10 pounds of gold, right in front of Trevor Murdoch's nose. And yes, to your point, maybe the best decisions weren't made in regards to that. But it seems like now we're just glossing over that. And it does seem a little bit like, to Trevor's point from tonight, that Nick is kind of backpedaling a little bit. And he's he's putting the national title back out there. And, you know, once you've had steak, the chicken nuggets don't seem that appetizing anymore. You know what I mean? So Trevor's probably a little bit conflicted and obviously ultimately he wants to be at the top of the mountain, but you know, where's he supposed to be in his, in his headspace? You know, it's no shade to the national title. It's a prestigious title, but I mean, come on once, once you've, you've, and, and, and also, you know, yes, Chris Adonis and Trevor Murdoch have had their beef. They have feuded over this national title. It's changed hands. And, you know, <laughs> That's that's something that Trevor, I'm sure, does want to get revenge for. 
But don't you think in his mind now that's been dangled in front of him? Maybe his sights have changed a little bit. It's got to be a little bit of whiplash for him uh, to be kind of torn between this. Well, no, I hear you. I hear you, Will. But that's this is a simple cause and effect. Like, you know, you're a parent. I'm a parent. You know, I, I hand out rules and guidelines and consequences to kids, to my children, to my students at school. If you do this, this will follow. If you don't do this, this will follow. So we've had cha- we've had instances where all this has said, look, if you go away, if you stay out of it, maybe we can talk about sweet Charlotte. If I'm Trevor Murdoch, I pack up and I leave. I leave. I've removed the temptation. But he did not do that. And so he has proven himself not to be uh, what's, what, what's the, I don't want, I don't want to get political here, but his, uh, his, uh, comportment isn't ready. And I think that's what the, tre- the national treasure is getting at. His disposition isn't ready. You know, he's not ready to make the sound mature decisions that, Hey, I need to bite my tongue maybe for a minute. Maybe I don't need to go and settle the score. Like I would, you know, with a six pack of PBR at the bar, you know, if I saw Adonis walking there, like, like Trevor Murdoch probably normally does. And maybe I should go home and be mature and be a professional and earn my shot at the championship uh, by showing myself and distinguishing myself as someone that can put, uh, you know, prospects before emotion, prospects before emotion. But he's not shown himself capable of doing that. I love Trevor Murdoch. I think he's completely championship material. If he could get rain, get a hold of those emotions. That's all I'm talking about, guys. This isn't an anti-Murdoch thing. Well, Rob, let me ask you, with, with everything that's happened, why do you think that Nick keeps giving him a chance? Because the champ came out tonight, and the floor was his, again, as deserved, because he holds the 10 pounds of gold. He can do what he wants. But why do you think he's choosing to use that platform to continually have a dialogue with Trevor and to continually, seemingly, try to give him chance after chance? If everything you're saying is true – Shouldn't shouldn't the champ have just written him off, you know, three, four weeks ago? The champ has said clearly that Trevor Murdoch is championship material on on his best day there. It's not about it's not about where the champs sites are set because the champ has been very clear about that. It's about where Murdoch's sites are set. You see what I'm saying? It's not about. The, the champ's vision, the champ doesn't get ready. He stays ready. It's about the fact that Trevor Murdoch, who held the national championship, is obviously you know at odds with Adonis and is in contention for that prestigious championship. It's about where his sights are. And if you want to be able to ascend the mountaintop and, and attain that, that, that legacy prize, you've got to have your focus right. And I think probably, and I don't want to be presumptuous here, okay? I'm just a fan like you. I haven't peeked behind the curtain. I don't know what's going on in Nick Aldis's mind, but I think if I know him uh, like I think I do, I think he probably he probably sees himself sort of around the way, kind of mentoring Trevor Murdoch, kind of showing he sees. I think he sees in Trevor Murdoch what may be, and, and this may be very presumptuous, and forgive me if it is, but I think he kind of sees in Trevor Murdoch what Ric Flair saw in Dusty Rhodes. Okay. But there's a long way to go before we get there. There's a long way to go. We had Trevor Murdoch come out, sights not set on the 10 pounds of gold, set on the national championship. And week after week, Aldis gave him a chance to seize an opportunity to go for that. And he would not capitalize on that. He refused to. And so now 
Nick Aldis has had to resi- resign himself to the fact that now is not the time. This is not the time. Maybe one day down the road, but not today. So none of this. You you don't think any of this would be perhaps Nick finding like little, little smaller nitpicks to 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 go to to maybe keep Trevor Murdoch from actually getting in the ring with him for the ten pounds of gold one on one. You don't think that I cannot I cannot believe Gary I cannot even believe I just heard that question I can't even believe that like good good or ill whether you like him or not whether you you care what he, whether he and Camille and Tom Latimer spilled uh, speared Tom's uh, or Tim Storm or not whether you care about all this and that what we what we all if we're intelligent objective wrestling fans of the one true sport what we mo- all must agree upon is that Nick Aldis is a fighting champion and bows to no man. We have to agree on that. So what you're suggesting by that question is that you're saying that all this is ducking Trevor Murdoch. Is that what you're... Let let me flip the script on you, Gary. Is that what you're saying? Because at some point, you're going to have to face the dealer, and you're going to have to ask him that. Clickbait. You said said my name like my ex-girlfriend, so that that I don't like that part, but the... Well, uh, we ain't breaking up. I love you, but I got to know, because that's what it sounded like to me. Listen, I'm just asking questions. That's all I'm doing. And it's also just like to help reel you back in. If you stretch too far, Rob, you got to walk back. You know what I'm saying? Like you out there just like reaching. And uh, and so I'm just trying to just trying to keep the conversation balanced. I'll tell you what, though. We're going to have plenty of time to talk more about this whole situation as the night progresses. So why don't we move on to the next part of the show, which featured uh, Kratos, a very angry Kratos, as uh, he was seeking revenge against Sal Renaro, uh, who uh, pinned him last week. And, uh, well, this match was just all over the place. I mean, uh, Sal, unfortunately, just he's sharp as a marble, that one. he uh, he He's in there with Kratos and just uh, can't get any offense. We had Sal on last week, loved the guy, but he is in there against an, a very angry big man. And uh, it's not looking good. You had Danny Deals interfering again for some reason. Sal even admitted last week he has no idea what's going on there. You had uh, May Valentine coming out to check on him. And uh, Kratos just demolishes him and uh, goes to the uh, podium and starts up with Tim Storm. And Tim's reluctant. And uh, how did the match even end? I'm trying to remember. Like, it was just kind of called off, right? Like, it didn't even. Yeah, like, it, was a, it was a no contest. Uh Referee official Jared Fritz uh, ruled it a no contest. I mean, there was so many people involved. There was no way it was going to uh, come back and turn into a, a wrestling match at that point. So he had he had to do that. He had to call it. But yeah, this was this was tough to watch a little bit. It was kind of all over the place, and uh, the tension between uh, Jr. Kratos and Tim Storm at this point is palpable. And uh, you know, we we see that come to a head later on in the main event. Um, but man, I mean, Kratos has, has an ax to grind with seemingly everyone. He, I mean, this is a guy that doesn't like anyone. It seems, I mean, let alone his own tag team partner who he shares a championship with. So. Man, um, say what you want about Kratos, but he got maybe the highest endorsement you could possibly hope for in the sport of professional wrestling when, when uh, Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis come out and say, strictly business is open for business. And then Tom Latimer, and I could just listen to him talk all day. I love 
love the voice of Tom Latimer, but he says to Kratos, you, my dear boy, cause him you, my dear boy. I love that, man. You tonight get to dance with Strictly Business. What better endorsement could you could you hope for? I I suppose that that's a that's a well I mean I don't know maybe the endorsement of your tag team partner who's uh you're the tag team champions of the world I I, I mean I, I feel like that's a pretty strong endorsement you you don't need anybody else but sure sure strictly business uh you know, congratulations Kratos. Well, I mean, strictly businesses. Strictly business is open for Aaron Stevens as well. It's open for business. They're they're analyzing all talent. So once again, here you go, old subtle old Gary, trying to draw a wedge between. Listen, uh, man. Between I'm just saying, they didn't say anything and, and, to Aaron Stevens. Stevens. Aaron Stevens was out there. They didn't say anything to him. No, it just, it just feels like they're always like poking their nose into things here and there, just everywhere. I don't know. Strictly business trying to get all up in everything, but. You know, who am I? Who am I? Let's move on. Uh, Good question. The... <laughs> Rob, every week, every week with you, people just don't know the love I got for you. Anyway, uh, Latimer does say they see something in Kratos, makes the offer for him to be the third man in that uh, six-man tag tonight. Uh, May and Jared Fritz, our buddy over there, checking on Sal. Aaron Stevens looking concerned. Leaving it, there's something. I mean, that's tough being the tag team champions with the 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 division that seems to be going on with that team. Uh, we'll jump over to Kyle uh, standing at the podium with uh, Jack Stane and Slice Boogie, and next week they're going to be having a false count anywhere match. Slice is well, he's Slice Boogie. He's confident. That's what Slice Boogie does. He's uh, talking a lot of trash and uh, in Jack's face. And uh, Jax finally comes back a little bit talking about him. He's essentially a little dog. Little dogs making a lot of talking. Never actually bite. And uh, Slice uh, says he pulled a lot of uh, bull stuff in his time so far. And, uh, you know, here here they are face to face. Jack says it's his job to protect his brother. That's Crimson. And uh, third time is the charm. But Godzilla destroys everything in his path. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, Slice just says, hey, man, I'm just out here doing what I do. And uh, so Jack Stane, Slice Boogie, next week, Falls Count Anywhere. That's that's going to be a barn burner. Uh, Will, how how you feeling about that one and, and this interaction, I guess? Yeah, I, I'm stoked about the match. I mean, it's it's an it's it's an intriguing situation because you do you've got it's it's two different tales. Both guys have great points here that, you know, Slice Boogie has shown up in the NWA and has really made a name for himself. I mean, his, his record reflects it. He's had success as a singles competitor. He's had success in the tag team with Matthew Mims. So, I mean, he's at this point in the NWA, I mean, Slice Boogie's got a lot to brag about, a lot to be confident about. So it's, it's a little, uh, strange situation because everything he's saying is true, but then you look across the podium at a guy like Jack's Dane, Godzilla standing there and you're like, I don't know this. I mean, I don't, I don't know if this is the tree to go barking up, you know what I mean? And so I'm just anxious to see how it's going to turn out. And uh, you know, if slice boogies confidence translates into a performance in the ring against Jack's Dane. The very first time, that the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship changed hands in the state of Georgia. It was in Augusta, Georgia, and it was on this day. 
April 27, 1981, Tommy Wildfire Rich won the championship against the great Harley Race. Tommy Wildfire Rich, by the way, is not from Georgia. He was born in Hendersonville, Tennessee, one of the great states of professional wrestling. And let me tell you something about Slice Boogie. I don't like Slice Boogie. Y'all want to think that just because someone comes up here and shows a little bit of attitude that he's going to curry the favor of the doc, and that's not true. When you came out and said people from Tennessee, Slice, when you talk about people from Tennessee, you're talking about people like Tommy Wildfire Rich. You're talking about people like the National Treasure Nick Aldis. You're talking about people like Camille. You're talking about people like Tom Latimer. You're talking about people like Jeremiah Plunkett. You're talking about people like Alex Taylor, like Crimson, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Tennessee is one of the greatest states for pro wrestling, and you, with your Mets attire, your silly Mets attire, come out here and want to get the bottom of it, and want to get in the face of Jax Dane, former NWA World's Champion, who currently lives in what state? The state of Tennessee, brother. You, you lost all credibility with me. Yeah, you've got a couple of dubs. And Jack Stain was was um, uh, respectful enough to acknowledge that, but having a dub in a in a in a fatal four way match or having a dub in a tag team match is not the same as taking on Jack Stain Godzilla in the same ring at the same time. And I'm gonna tell you right now, you just signed your own warrant. Oh, well, that was very fiery, Doc. Thank you for that. Um, I'm excited for that match. That match is going to be a big one. Uh, that 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 one could easily be the main event next week. Uh, so something to look forward to on next Tuesday night. Uh, speaking of next Tuesday night and every Tuesday night, we are here hosting this show. That's Doc Stinson, Will Martin, and I am Gary Horn. And we are from a show called This Is Pro Wrestling, just in case you weren't aware already, uh, over at youtube.com slash this is pro wrestling. You can go subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got lots of interviews coming up. We go live all the time. Just lots of fun stuff over there talking about all kinds of professional wrestling. And we are grateful to the National Wrestling Alliance for allowing us this opportunity to hang out with you folks and talk about the NWA. And we're going to get to your thoughts, by the way, at the end of this episode. So stick with us as we uh as we get uh winding down on this episode. But if you haven't already, make sure you hit subscribe on the NWA's official YouTube. As you can see, it is still alive and kicking, and it has become a central hub for uh, all of us, hashtag NWA fam, to get together and talk about uh, our favorite pro wrestling, and that's uh, NWA power. So speaking of favorites, one of my favorites in the National Wrestling Alliance right now is the Pope, uh, Elijah Burke. And uh, Pope is out to defend that TV title in the next matchup against the monster Tyrus, or as Austin Idol might call him the manster. So uh, he's a, he's not a man. He's not a monster. He's a manster. So Austin Idol, uh, velvet sky and Joe Galley, God bless them. Got to sit on either side, make an Austin Idol sandwich. And uh, they look like they were having the time of their lives. Um, and uh, well, just to round off this point, the match ends up on the outside and that's where it stays for uh, winding down the time. Pope survives another match uh, in his uh, journey to the uh, lucky seven. And Tyrus is not going to be happy with the outcome of that matchup. The 605 time limit runs out and this match is over. I got to give props here, by the way, to Velvet Sky, too. This is the best I've ever heard her on commentary. I wanted to make sure to mention her. Uh, thank God for her out at the uh, 
uh, commentary position, uh, able to counter Austin Idol. Uh, Velvo had uh, something brought out of her on this one, and it was uh, it was something to hear. And uh, my favorite line of the night was probably her saying, "I like it when you shut the hell up." <laughs> and uh, so <laughs> the uh, anyway, so this feud is far from over. Tyrus and Pope, I'm sure, have uh, are going to see each other down the road. Doc, what what do you think about the Pope defending the TV title here? I'm with you, Gary. I I, I love the Pope. Uh, I love his charisma. He's obviously got every every major skill you need inside the ring. He's a, a phenomenal athlete. I'm really intrigued by Tyrus. Tyrus has come through and run roughshod over the NWA. I agree with you, man. Um, Sky's commentary, I I have loved it so far. She is so subtle, so calm, cool, and collected. She adds a a, a bit of like she she's kind of like their Will Martin. You know, Will Martin's always calm and soft spoken and and reserved and, and composed. And that's what she is. Purple she dresses. Loves- yes. <laughs> it, it, but I, you're right. That's probably one of my favorite lines of the night as well. I also liked how uh, Austin Idol comes out and corrects us that this is not NWA power. This is Idol Mania power, he says. Um, and then, of course, uh, uh, Pope and Tyrus in a very physical, very brutal match. Uh, drawing Austin away from the interview table to go out and kind of I- intervene just to check on uh, just to check on his his charge Tyrus to make sure everything is on the up and up. I mean, I think that 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 everything was on the up and up. And then we get to that uh, sort of inconclusive uh, ending of this match, which leads me to believe, like you said, Gary, that we are far from finished with this. We there's something about Tyrus does not like Pope and they've got some history together. I'd like to kind of find out a little bit more about where the animosity is there, but there's something there in the history that's driving Tyrus. And this showdown is definitely not over. Yeah. Well, he's uh he's definitely on a war path here and I don't think he's going to accept just a time limit draw with the Pope, but uh, curious your thoughts on Tyrus and the path he's blazing and uh, the Pope's chances of hitting that lucky seven. Well, I mean, his chances get better and better every match, obviously. That's just basic math. But, I mean, when you watch this match and you see, uh, yes, you know, these guys do have a certain level of respect for each other. We saw that last week when when they were chatting. But there's definitely some tension there. There's definitely unfinished business, to Rob's point. Uh, This match was not conclusive, although, you know, uh, Pope, did you know retain the title due to the time limit draw but yeah i i would be really shocked in fact i don't even think it's a possibility that we see tyrus come out next week and say well i didn't do it in six minutes and five seconds so i guess i'll i guess i'll concede uh i do not think we've seen the last of these two guys squaring off um yeah not by a long shot this, this whole match, by the way, just as I was watching it, it just stood out as a bright spot for me because there's the people in NWA. Um, uh, you know, I don't want to drag this sh- this part of the show on forever, but I think that Tyrus had a lot of doubters coming into the NWA. I think that when uh, the NWA went through this transition over the pandemic, that a lot of people wondered who would step up, who, who are the talkers, who are the guys that are going to carry the load. And, uh, and you got... Tyrus in here, who I feel like legitimately, as you know, whether or not you you agree with all of his decisions, choosing Austin Idol as a manager or his methods, uh, all of that, 
Tyrus has stepped up, man. He is a big, bad boy, and he looks good in there. He looks like a monster, which is exactly what he's supposed to do. He is a monster, and you are supposed to be afraid of him. And then on top of that, who's going to step up? Who's going to carry the load? Who's going to be a torchbearer for the NWA? You can't say anybody's doing it better than the Pope. I mean, the Pope is right up there alongside the best of them. He carries that TV title with pride. He looks like a champion. He talks like a champion. Pope is the man. And uh, I just, I don't know. I just, I, this this week's episode was good in a lot of different ways. But one of them was just really looking there and thinking, if you'd have been watching last season, Pope versus Tyrus wouldn't have even been on your radar. Pope as TV champion wouldn't have been on your radar necessarily. You know, but here you are, and this is one of my favorite parts of the show. This is one of the matches I was most looking forward to. This is one of the feuds I can't wait to see more of. So props to those guys. And again, props to Velvet Sky for uh, stepping up and uh, standing toe-to-toe with Austin Idol. Good on you, girl. All right, well, that drives us into our six-man tag. We got Tom Latimer out with Chris Adonis. And wait, Rob is... Us right, we had a we had a major exchange between Thunder Rosa and Camille. Oh man, uh, I skipped ahead of my. I'm so sorry. How could I forget my girls? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, uh, May Valentine and Kyle Davis welcome Thunder Rosa, and they've got to have a summit. And uh, maybe the part that I didn't want to have to bring up it, that that made me miss it a little bit is that apparently NWA management decided they wanted these two women to handle things quote unquote peacefully and i won't call it a lapse in judgment i will say it's a an attempt to uh try things differently to like calm calm the tensions so uh you know that's again no slight to mr corgan or the nwa uh office it's just if you've seen thunder rosa and camille I don't, they don't look like women who like to handle things peacefully, but, but respect for, for giving it a shot. They've got a, and maybe that's why they had to pick two surrogates to speak for them. So uh, Thunder Rosa reluctantly chooses to keep it Latina and brings out Melina and uh, Camille would have brought out Tom Latimer uh, who probably wouldn't not have made things less heated, but uh, would have brought him out. But, she didn't want him around the nasty ladies. So instead she brought out Tara Terrell and that uh, was, it was a, it was a nice exchange between the two of them, but I'm not sure that the goal was achieved. Uh, Will, did you feel like that this is what the NWA was hoping for with poor Kyle or not poor Kyle? I don't know. I don't know how to feel for Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I can understand why they would want a peaceful summit here. Um, that no, Nothing about the interactions between Thunder Rosa and Camille have been peaceful. Um, and so I, I think that their goal here was to have a conversation, figure out what ne- next steps are, because we've got a situation where Camille has um, defeated Thunder Rosa at back for the attack. She's become the number one contender. But obviously, Thunder Rosa is not laying down. She's not 
moving on. Um, the Burke, the Women's World Championship, that's that's what she's here for. Um, so there has not been any type of resolution to this feud. These ladies still obviously have it out for each other. That's been evident by, you know, Thunder Rosa's comments and Camille constantly interfering in uh, Thunder Rosa's matchups, you know, her tag match the other week and stuff like that. So, you know, I think, I think the NWA is thinking, okay, we've got to somehow resolve this. And this was a step in the right direction to your, to answer your question, Gary, I don't know if that was achieved. Uh, I don't know if I would describe the entire interaction as peaceful. Um, and I don't think anything was resolved, but I do think that, uh, that we're getting somewhere. So I'm glad they, they hashed it out, even if it was through mediators, um, and maybe we can get somewhere and head towards some kind of, you know, solid resolution to to this feud that we have on our hands. Yeah, I, I agree with every practically everything Will said. I think you got context is everything here, and I think you, you've got to you've got to appreciate the prescience or the foresight of President William Patrick Corgan here, knowing knowing what what uh, Thunder Rosa has done in, for example, AEW. And the war path that she's gone on there and the, the brutality uh, that she has rightfully conducted herself with that she's, that she's engaged in. And I think that, it, you know, the the um, the NWA is a more it's a it's a more prize fight oriented. It's a more refined uh, approach to the sport. And I think that they're, they're, they're really trying to rein in this intensity before it it uh, it, it gets out of control. Because with both, with you got Camille on the one side and you got Thunder Rosa on the other side, things can quickly spin out of control. So I like uh, the move here. I think it's uh, again shows lots of foresight, lots of professionalism, and uh, I'm interested, like you guys, to see where this goes. I I got my second COVID vaccine today, and uh, so the second Moderna shot, and I've heard it does weird things to people, so maybe this is why this is happening, so I just want to preface this with that. Rob, I actually 100% agree with you. Uh, I wish that I had thought of it that way in the first place. Uh, Mr. Corgan clearly was trying to get this tempered down a little bit into more of a prize fight feel, and so uh, props to William Patrick Corgan for that. Uh, unfortunately, uh, this this may have already escalated beyond that. And so we're going to have to settle things in a different way, it looks like, between uh, Camille and Thunder Rosa. But I'm here for it, and I think people will tune in for it. So let's see what happens. Uh, next up, we do have the six-man tag. Tom Latimer, Kratos, and Chris Adonis are out, and they await their opponents. Trevor Murdoch, Aaron Stevens is out, and uh, which was already like... And then uh, Sal Renaro, no, Tim Storm comes out and help. let Sal Renaro finally take a break. And our boy, the perfect storm is out to uh, help fend off Strictly Business and Kratos. And uh, well, this was, th guys, I, I saw it all in our, uh, we have a Discord, by the way, pinned tweet on our uh twitter if you go to at tipw show but in our discord chat we have a whole channel dedicated to the nwa this blew up that chat room people were excited for this six-man tag i saw constant discussion of this is what it used to be like this is what saturday nights at 605 was all about these guys the this this kind of matchup people were pumped and i was too 
And uh, and even in our chat right now, I can see people were excited about it. This is this is just great, great matchmaking right here. And uh, this match lived up to the hype. These guys went at it. They were all over the place. It was tough to even keep uh, track of. But uh, my favorite quote of the night from uh, our Discord was our boy Carnivore Jay in the chat say, uh, this episode has very quickly become just what the doctor ordered for this week. And uh, it was in this match, and, and I couldn't agree more. It was just everything you want out of pro wrestling, this whole show, and then this main event. Um, anyway, there, there's so much to unpack from this matchup. Uh, obviously, the ending is one, one of the big things, is that uh, Sal tries to get himself involved a little bit and help out. Unfortunately, cost him Storm. Um with uh, Chris Masters getting, or Chris Adonis, I'm sorry, getting the pin. And uh, this is not the outcome that Murdoch was hoping for. Uh, he is uh, unfortunately out of the NWA for, for a little bit. And uh, there's, there's other things to talk about. I mean, Kratos looking real happy every time Stevens was getting beat on and uh, just, just so much. Will, I know, I know you're a resident tag team fan. I mean, oh, What'd you get out of all of this, this main event here? Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously the biggest takeaway of this whole match is the unfortunate, you know, uh, turn of events for Trevor Murdoch. I mean, he honestly, he, he couldn't have put together a more talented, you know, able-bodied team uh, of guys to go up against strictly business, but uh, things just did not turn out the way that they needed to for him. Um, so that we will wait and see what happens. I mean, presumably we're not going to see him for the next month, uh, which sucks, but you know, uh, it's not permanent and we'll see what happens when, when he returns and, and where things pick up. But yeah, I mean, th this is one of those matches and, and I, I agree. So so much with Carnivore J and in our Discord uh, and everyone else who's who's talking about how great this match was. This is one of those matches when you're a wrestling fan, you'll you'll get this. Is like everywhere you look, there's there's something like heart stopping going on. You know what I mean? Like every corner, you got three men in each corner. There is some tension seemingly between all of them. You put any two of them together and even some on the same team. And you're like, man, this is, this is, you know, this is what wrestling's all about right here. We're going to solve it in the ring. We've got so much going on, you know, tempers are flaring. Let's all get in the ring together and let's solve this. Um, that's how I felt watching this match, just start to finish. Um, you know, the ending was not to my preference, but it is what it is. And, and I think at the end of the day, um, you know, the, the tag champs, cause that's what you're asking me about I, at this point, you know, I know we've had dialogue about it and Rob may disagree as Rob is known to do, but I just am not sure how Aaron Stevens and Kratos can at any point operate on the same team after what we saw tonight. I mean, unless there's some kind of, you know, uh, conversation that happens where they iron out whatever tensions going on. But I mean, tonight they were literally on opposite sides. I mean, that's not debatable. And, you know, Gary, to your point, I, Kratos did not look, uh, you know, at all concerned when his co-champion was down on the mat for most of the match um, getting beat on. So I, you know, I don't, 
I'm I'm conflicted about that because they've got the tag tag champs, uh, the tag championships, and that that needs to mean something, uh, and they need to pull it together if that's going to be a long term thing. So I I just I just don't know. Let me ask you guys. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm looking back at my notes and I can't find it. Was was the were the tag team titles on the line in this match? Was this a tag team championship match? Rob, I'm going to start making a list of every time my wife did this to me. Yeah, I'm going to make a list every time you get smart assed with us. And we'll have to write it down. You can, you can, we're trying to conduct a professional post show. We are, right, right. And, and, and I'm trying to keep it real here and keep it, keep us on track. The titles were not on the line. It's not like the championships were in jeopardy. We've got other issues at play here. What, what, what I could, and I'm surprised, and I guess I'm proud of you guys. I'm I'm surprised you guys didn't beat up Adonis, Latimer, and Kratos for winning this match. You know, like they did anything off color. Like like Sal Renaro came out to distract them or or whatever or to intervene on their behalf. You know, we got a win, a clear win. Trevor Murdoch once again makes the fool's bargain. You hear bargain. that? Wait, wait a he's, minute. You hear that? We I heard that. We got I heard it. that. You heard it. Okay. Yeah, All right. I caught sure. it. Well, he's out for thirty days. 30 days, uh, I, I know you said it, uh, Will, that 30 days is not permanent, but guess what? In the world of pro wrestling, 30 days might as well be permanent. By the time 30 days rolls around, you got other contenders in here. Things have happened. Yeah, he missed a shot. It's over. Trevor Murdoch is done. And uh, let's move on to the next episode. Just like that, huh? Just, just That's it. Just writing them off. I didn't write him off, Gary. He wrote him. He wrote himself off. He made uh, he know, made the deal with the dealer. I'll, I'll okay. give this to Rob. Uh, you know, again, this is why I want him him testifying if I'm ever on trial. You know, all of this controversy surrounding the the tag champions, the obvious t- obvious tension that's going on here, and and Rob won't even talk about it. He just said, "Oh." This wasn't a tag team championship match. Okay, never mind. Let's talk about this. So you're just going to gloss right. over. You're going to ignore that any any tension is going on between the holders of the world tag team championships, the most prestigious prize in tag team wrestling in the world, and you're just going to gloss over that and then you know just be presumptuous about the fact that Trevor Murdoch, you know, he might as well be gone forever. Well, I, I'm just saying. Like all I said was that this was not a tag team championship match there's tension tension exists man is there tension between kratos and Aaron stevens probably guess what there's tension between me and my wife and we're pretty happy there's tension between us obviously and we got a pretty good thing going on there's tension within strictly business and it's professional tension the tension between aaron stevens and kratos is professional tension it's the tension that drives you to excellence to to sustain the championship and last i checked the sun just set about 20 minutes ago here in beautiful Chattanooga, Tennessee, one of the greatest states for professional wrestling, Slice Boogie, take note, and Kratos and Aaron Stevens are still your world's tag team champions. They still hold the greatest prize, so at the end of the day, they're still on top. Yeah, but one day they're going to have to defend that those yeah. tag team championships, and they need to be on the same page when that happens. The question is going to be, are they on the same page when that moment comes? Because it's been a while. It's about time for them to defend, I would say. I agreed. Agreed. Okay. But and, you're and, and being presumptuous. Way, I, I, no, wait. wait you, you almost gave us a compliment there in, in the middle of all that. <laughs> Somehow, 
where you almost went with us. I didn't say anything about Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis. Chris Adonis has looked like a million bucks on this show. Chris Adonis is another one of those guys. I would throw him right there in the mix when I was talking about Pope stepping up and Tyrus showing up. Chris Adonis, look at the guy. He's the national champion. It's hard to say anything negative about what that man's accomplished already being there. And if he wants to align himself with the what, who's got it going on in the NWA, well, I mean, you could pick worse people than strictly business. And Tom Latimer, you'll never hear me say anything negative about Tom Latimer because I see him in person sometimes, and I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> That's just not stress I need in my life. That's just smart. Let me me just be clear. Just because there's tension, guys, doesn't mean I don't love you, okay? You know I love you. You know I love you. But you're just so often often you're so wrong about so many things. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) I'm I'm starting to understand why you and your wife have so much tension as well, so. And by the way, how many many times? In that case, I'm the one who's wrong. (laughs) How, how how many times have you and Tanya been world tag team champions? Tanya and I know that the the, the holding the world tag team championship would not be a good thing for our marriage. All okay. right, so so, so we had that out of the front. Yeah, we had different challenges. The world tag team championship <laughs> is not one of them. We got challenges, Tanya, but that's not one of them. Tanya, yeah, Tanya's got all kind of challenges as we as we know. So you think yeah. you think. <laughs> go ahead go ahead <laughs> no i was just gonna say i mean one of the cool things that as we as we are are getting towards the end we want to throw to the chat and talk to the chat again we're at tipw show on everything so we hope you guys will come over and follow us uh we hope you'll join us on uh youtube.com slash this is the or this is pro wrestling and uh you'll uh subscribe over there uh for our other shows and hang out on our live streams on our old but uh no i just wanted to say i mean i the that I, I'm open to being supportive of what these guys are doing. People like pretend like Chris Adonis is some guy that, you know, he's like, oh, he's an old WWE guy. I saw that in the chat earlier. No, dude, that that dude is young. Chris Adonis is is he he just had an interview on Chris Van Vliet, and it was fantastic. You should check it out if you haven't already and get some background on him. He's a man who pursued that dream really young. So that time you remember him from in WWE, he was a young guy. He has matured a lot. And as you can see right now, he's national champion. So I can't not defend that. And as I say all of this, I'm being told by a producer, we have a uh, very special guest uh, for the chat. So get your questions ready and uh, we'll welcome Rob strap in if you can, if you can contain yourself. Here he is. It's the real world's champion, Mr. Nick Aldis. Welcome, champ. It's good to see you. Gentlemen. It's, uh, I've been listening to the entire show. That's good. That's good. I've enjoyed we, uh... I've enjoyed portions of it. <laughs> yeah. Mostly yeah. Rob. You've been doing a hell of a job. The doc. I mean, there's a reason why only one of the bearded trio has a PhD. Hmm. Clearly only one man with the intellect and the cognitive capacity. Say that three times fast, Gary Horn, you mush mouth, whiskey drinking <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> I'm perfectly sober right now, sir. I am. I am uh haven't been drinking at all listen i try to be fair and balanced that's what i do it's and, and, and i've never 
I'm also very funny, apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the thing is, champ, is, is that I, I just I try to take the perspective of what our fans at home might be thinking as they're watching you the try show. To, you try to take the perspective of the beta male single gear bike riding, vinyl listening, $8 cup of coffee, mocha latte, bollocks drinking, beta males that are keyboard warriors moaning about me on the internet. That's what you try to do because you're trying to pander to them and you're trying to get yourself over at my expense. I can see now that this episode is going to do wonders for my self-confidence, so I'm happy <laughs> about that. Uh, the uh... No, no, I'm like, 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 I'm having a bit of fun. Like, you guys know <laughs> I've, I've, I've been a staunch supporter of, uh, of the Bearded Trio and uh, like to think that I've helped open a few doors for, for you guys. And um, so with that in mind, I'd like to take this opportunity. This is why I jumped on here uh, because, look, you know, and I know that we've been – talking about uh, the events of the past few weeks and uh, certainly tensions running high. Things are said in the heat of the moment. It's very emotional. Uh, and I would just like to acknowledge the fact that an apology is in order. But so far, I have not received one from Trevor Murdoch. Mm. Hence why... The situation keeps escalating. Speaking of apologies, I'll tell you who better be sending a gift basket to one Mr. Murdoch is that idiot Sal Renaro. I mean, oh, oh, everyone loves Sal. Oh, he's such oh, he's a lovable underdog. He's like a lost puppy that we found on the street. And then this moron goes and inserts himself into a business that has absolutely nothing to do with him. And look what happens. Gary, I'm just here. I'm just here to educate. Okay. This is the NWA. Right. You, right. You've got to be very careful when you make your moves on this chessboard, my friend, because once you start getting toward the back of the board where the King sits, you know, things get very dangerous, all right? And and one false move, one reckless maneuver, one lapse of judgment, take you out like that. It's interesting you say that because it makes me think, uh, just, again, just asking questions. If you take your same logic there, do you feel like what's, what's happened so far on the show, on NWA Power, is going to be to your benefit – in regards to Trevor Murdoch, I know it's easy right now that he has he's he's lost this matchup. He's gone for a month. Uh, you know, seems like he's out of sight, out of mind. But don't do you think that things will be better or worse when he gets back in terms of his attitude and his determination and his desire to get to you and the world's heavyweight championship? Well, look. This is, this is where I will once again turn to the knowledge and insight of Dr. Stinson. And I'll say, Doc, correct me if I'm wrong. Stop me at any time. As an educator and a very, very highly respected educator, I would add, if a student is continuously stepping out of line, failing to reach their potential, 
disrupting the betterment of, of the rest of his contemporaries, his classmates. And the school decides to uh, take appropriate action and maybe suspend this student. The idea surely is that when that student returns, that he's learned a lesson and has improved, has improved his behavior, improved his outlook, and, uh, and, and his classmates will have benefited from his absence. So, I mean, I think what you're asking, Gary, is, you know, do you, do I think that things at the NWA will be better now that Trevor Murdoch has to go home for a month and think about what he has done? Think about his choices. Think about his decisions. I would say yes. And it's a tried and true method. And I think Dr. Stinson would agree. I, I think Doc Stinson would not disagree with literally anything you say. Well, Gary, but you, you see, see, there you go again. You, you throw those little barbs out. Right. You, because you, you, what, he he's, what he's saying himself. is true. Yeah. What he's saying is true, Gary. Every, every, every point he said is true. I mean, hey, let me ask let, you a not... question. Let me ask you a question, Gary. Everybody in this room, based on based on experience and success, who would you agree with on the regs? I can't see who's why in the room. You, with why you. are you? Why just... are you currently in this position? Why are you? Why is your show currently being broadcast to the hundreds of thousands of NWA subscribers on the NWA YouTube channel? Because obviously someone saw something special in what what we were building here. And uh, so I would say I had a little part to play in that. But but I will admit that uh, the the real world's heavyweight champion is uh, the reason we're here right now. Well, maybe. Well, may, well, 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 hold your horses. I'm not I'm not saying I'm going to take 100 percent credit. That would that would be that would be unfair and that would be egregious. But let, let's also acknowledge that once you added the rocket fuel of Dr. Stinson, you know, that's what took you guys into orbit, you know. I mean, I suppose I won't, you know, take any credit for recognizing that and bringing him on. But the wow, you know, <laughs> you know I'm just wow. saying, just throwing it out there. I mean, I'm willing to disagree. Uh, that's some, but, that's some, that's some carny wrestling promoter logic, if ever I saw <laughs> right there. He calls it like and, he sees it. He, yeah, and we're we're here, Gary, and and you you keep next coming. Next you'll be keep... next you'll be. Uh, Gary, next you'll be taking credit for for uh, all my title defenses. I could do that. Right? Could... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I've been in the background the whole time, so maybe, maybe you know, just it's... well, you'd be surprised because we, we've been on here doing the post show now what four or five weeks, and and not one time, Gary, have you acknowledged the fact that the champ has been more than gracious with Trevor Murdoch week after week after week, opportunity after opportunity. You not once acknowledged that not one time. Listen, I, 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 I'm joking around a lot here, but my, my point remains that the, you know, I am grateful. I am grateful for all of the opportunities. My point with Trevor Murdoch is just that the man just wants another title shot. He wanted a rematch against Chris Adonis. He's denied that repeatedly. He wants just an opportunity to be presented to him, and he keeps having the rug pulled out from under him. It feels like, or like, there's always whoa, a carrot, whoa, whoa, whoa. a there carrot in front there of him. There it is. There it there is. He goes again. There he goes again, Doc. Just it's always, it, it's always. You, you take a couple of little baby jumps, and then suddenly it's a giant leap. 
You know, you're, one of these days you're going to have to chew what you bite off, Gary. I mean, you, 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 I was with you. I was with you right up until until that egregious, <laughs> absolute. I mean, come on, man. The, the rug pulled out from under him. The man was the national heavyweight champion. That did I have anything to do with the fact that he's no longer the national champion? Uh, no, I, I I can't say that you did. I mean, he made his own decisions. And and, and at the uh, I believe at the very beginning of this season was 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 Trevor Murdoch scheduled to to join me at the podium for my scheduled interview time? Uh, he was not, but I I did notice no. a difference. But no, 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 no. He's just trying to jump the line, and he's trying to do what a lot of people in this business try to do, and that's make a name for themselves by by running their mouth about me. Okay, so what would you what would you propose I do instead, Gary? I mean, seeing as you're so you're you're based on your extensive experience, what would you say I do instead when somebody comes out and just interrupts me on my show, disrespects my time, and starts throwing out these wild accusations about who I'm associated with and and and, and questions are the, the very fabric of our moral integrity. Or what would what would you propose I do instead? I I would say, I mean, just I, I again I'm no expert, obviously. You're the you're the professional. I'm you know, just, for once uh, for once for, for the for the first time tonight, I agree with you. <laughs> uh, outside looking in, it just feels like you, you've you've sort of put yourself in the mix too. I, I, granted that he walked out there with you, but your association with Chris Adonis seems to have uh, brought you into the mix as far as dictating whether or not he should get a title match against Adonis, and now you're dangling the carrot of the ten pounds of gold in front of him, and it's just like maybe if you. Whoa, whoa, just wow, wow. I mean, just again, just, just, I mean, playing fast and loose with facts. I mean, just misinterpreting. And I mean, this is, I mean, I, I look, this, this isn't my first rodeo. I mean, I, I, I started in showbiz at 21 and I was, and I was subject to the British tabloids and I never thought I'd have to deal with more reckless and irresponsible reporting than that but yet here we are i'm working on my accent too i mean <laughs> i don't even know where to begin i think doc handle handle my life work would you there there are so many errors of fact and fallacy in what you said gary it might take us another three hours to unpack this but let me ask you this gary does trevor murdoch have any responsibility at all for where he's at right now does he have any responsibility going back to day one, the power reboot? Does he bear any responsibility? Because you've not laid any responsibility at his feet yet. Clearly, I'm. I mean, Will, do you do you want to add anything here? Because I, I just tag out. Yeah, that's it. Tag out. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. I mean, clearly, I'm not making my point. I guess. I, no, your point no. is. Your point is Adonis. Uh, all this Rocky Marciano, Rocky Marciano. That's your point. But the point is like, like the champ said, the champ did not invite that. We would never have been here. We have never been here. If Trevor Murdoch did not, uh, did not presuppose or, or 
insert himself into the champs time, we never would have been at this point ever. He would be riding pretty, probably still the national champion. If he had not made that mistake. I just want to say, I mean, respectfully, and I do mean this respectfully, if we waited around for somebody to challenge for the 10 pounds of gold anytime that Nick Aldis thought they were ready for it, we'd never get another title shot. We'd never see another title defense. Wow. So sometimes somebody needs to step up, and it feels like you've got a credible challenger in Trevor Murdoch who's hey, willing hey, to go toe-to-toe. Hey, yeah, let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there, Gary, because – when Trevor Murdoch came out there and demanded a shot with Adonis, what did the champ say? Your your sights are, are focused on the wrong pitcher. You're focused on this. This is what you should be focused on. So let's go back and remember that. You're looking at a fighting champion here, one of the greatest – maybe the greatest champion of our lifetime. So maybe you could show a little respect. I said uh, I with also, respect. I would, so like to point okay. out, I would also like to point out, Gary, that uh, – when you, you, you sit there and su- you're trying to suggest or imply that that I'm not actively looking for suitable challenges for the championship, you must have forgotten the fact that I walked out and laid the title at the feet of the great Muda. You must have forgotten about the fact that I showed up in Crystal Palace in London to go face-to-face with Cody Rhodes because he dared to put my name in his mouth. You must have you must have you must have forgotten that I was the one ahead of the debut of NWA Power that went to uh, went to Championship Wrestling from Arizona, defended the title, and then immediately accepted a challenge from Tim Storm, who took advantage of my adrenaline dump and the moment and put the pressure on me in front of all those people to say yes. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to. You must have forgotten the fact that I've defended the title coast to coast on four different continents. But my 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 run with the world championship is a series I've never been done before, and yet now you you you're jumping on on what this this internet bandwagon? I swear to God, if the words "forbidden door" come out of your mouth, I'll get in the car and I'll drive to wherever you are in in South Carolina, and I'll and I'll shut your forbidden door forever. I, you know, obviously, I, 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 I can understand that I'm getting beaten down here, and there's a lot of I, I know that you're thinking I forgot. I'm just saying it seems like I don't want to presume that you've also forgotten there's a difference between a bunch of challenges and actually defending the title. Wow. Okay. Well. Okay. Let me. Let me. Let me. Okay. Let's let's get specific then. Let's let's get specific about Trevor then, because I, I you seem to be suggesting as well that that. Somehow I'm trying to deflect Trevor back toward the national title, and it, you know, some somehow suggesting that I might be sort of threatened by him as a as challenger for the world title. Who was the one who brought up the fact that if he played his cards right and he and he behaved himself and carried himself in a professional manner, that he might actually find himself in line for a title shot? I'll stop you, me. Now you're the one who's saying that, but then you've also said in the same episode, Gary, that. I was the one inserting myself in the stuff when it really had nothing to do with me because the situation was with was with Adonis. And again, I would remind you, sir, that he was the one who who came out and interrupted my segment. Well, that makes it my business. So now, and that, so now I'm going with the flow. I'm going with the going with what you said. I'm helping to try to to facilitate 
Trevor getting back what he apparently so, you know, richly deserves in your opinion and, and so deeply desires, that being the National Heavyweight Championship. And now suddenly, once again, somehow that's that's a, a poor reflection on my character. As, uh, so I officially cannot win. You're worse than my wife. No, it just feels like there's a lot of if this, then. If this, then. And it just, it's like a steady amount of that. And I don't know that, I just... All I'm saying is, is if I feel even mildly frustrated about it, imagine how Trevor Murdoch feels right now sitting at home thinking about it constantly. And I just, I, I, I love you, man. And I, and I think you're one of the greatest champions of all time. I, I do mean that. I just, I, Trevor Murdoch, when this suspension is over, I just can't imagine that he's, not gonna be very very frustrated and very very driven to come for that 10 pounds of gold and i i would just i would i would have I'll your tell, uh, i'll tell you who should i'll tell you who should be feeling very frustrated based on the actions of trevor murdoch and, and and the ensuing situation and how it's all unfurled over the last few weeks on nwa power is you the fans me the world's champion billy corgan the owner and president of the nwa because now that the the the, the challenges the the title challenge picture you know the, the number one contender picture for the world championship is a complete mess because of because of the actions of trevor murdoch being completely irresponsible and letting his heart get in the way of his judgment letting his balls get in the way of his brains and not treating this like a business and like a prize fight which it is so i i, I I feel uh, look. I can. I'm a big boy. I can take it, Gary. You know this, okay? I just feel like some of this, some of this, uh, some of this heat and some of this rhetoric is, is you know, I feel like a hundred percent of this is suddenly being channeled towards me, which I know. Look, it's the easy thing to do. You know, I, I get it. Like, you know, you, you you work hard. You had a long day. You know, you've checked your brain at the door when you press record, but you you you've got to look past the low hanging fruit, brother. You know, I know, I know it's easy for you to say, well, you know, people people will praise me on the in the chat and they'll put me over on social media if I go after the champ because that's just human nature, okay? You know, the, people are always people are always saying how, oh, if I could just get to where he is, I'd be better than him. You know, I don't want to take it. You know, I, I understand there's a big target on me, you know, and I can take it. Just, I just, I'm just, I just, I thank my lucky stars every day that that there are advocates like the great Doc Stinson, you know, to, to watch out for me and, and to at least help somewhat try to try to balance the scales of justice in the court of public opinion. Oh, I love, uh, I listen, I, I guess I, I have to give you props that not a lot of people would be able to come in here and take these, this line of questioning to take the heat. You're right. You can take the heat. You are a credible world's heavyweight champion. You are the real world's heavyweight champion. Every time I mention it, I Appreciate make sure it. to say it that way. Hey, so, let's, let's talk about what a, what a, what a hell of an episode of NWA power, right guys? It was great. It was great. Hell of a six, hell of a six man tag. You helped facilitate that, uh, pulling the strings. One might say so. The, yeah. the puppet master as it were. Wow. Yeah, you gonna so, dance for me, Gary? I uh, you gonna do I'm, a little? I'm dance? trying to maintain my credibility in the position you helped you know, facilitate here. So you don't want to uh, see Gary dance. 
yeah, and that's it's probably better for everybody and better for the YouTube channel. Well, well, I don't dance. Well, bless, bless your heart, brother. You don't you haven't said much in the in the last fifteen minutes, but the one thing you've said has been right on the money. <laughs> oh well, that's how, that's listen. How I'll play my cards. I, I mean, I I don't know how the two of you deal with it. I really don't. Wow. All right. Well, I I just I I'm just trying to be honest. Day. I'm trying to. Asking the tough questions, we can sit. We can all sit over here and kiss, kiss ass. But I'm just trying to to ask. Whoa! The, well, there it is I mean, again. I think it's Gary. I mean, come on. You know, have some have some professional integrity in in your in your use of language. And you know, there are you try to try to uh, maybe maybe tonight after you've after you've finished this this recording, maybe pick up a dictionary or better yet, just Google it. The, the Google a nuance. Yeah, right. You might want to try applying a little more nuance to your use of language because this is not going to get you very far in life. To just keep jumping from one end of the spectrum to the other, you know, just because somebody happens to to to, to not take the low hanging fruit and and try to pander to the the core of the keyboard warrior public opinion does not suddenly make them a kiss ass. Well, you know, if anything, that you know, look, history remembers the brave. You know. Just like fortune favors them. I'm just, I feel like I'm totally respecting nuance by saying that maybe the chess game that you're playing uh, with Trevor Murdoch and the puppeteering that you're doing, at the same time, you may not realize you're expanding the target on your back rather hey. than Adonis's. And so, hey, well, and who? Well, and who's to say, who's to say that I'm concerned about that? Who's to say that I'm not actively trying to increase the size of the target so that the the the, the the talent pool steps up and shows out and somebody somebody takes this moment to break through and and show themselves to be the true number one contender and and the you know the only person even close to worthy of, of stepping in the room with me for the world's championship have you ever thought about that i've i've i i mean it, i guess that argument could be made with the uh the Tips you've laid down as far as uh, open for business and nobody's what, spot what guaranteed. Is, what, is the, what is the name of what is the name of my group, Gary? Strictly business. Strictly business. Everything I do is with a view to entrepreneurial endeavor, right? And in increased revenue. Like we want to find the guy that's going to provide the most credible threat. To sweet Charlotte, the ten pounds of gold, the real world's championship, so that when the day comes that a pay per view event is announced and a challenger is announced and the world title is rightfully placed at the top of the card, that 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 match is worthy of people's dollars. I mean, the, you know, we're not just going to draw names out of a hat, you know, and we're certainly not going to just pander to whoever's trying to curry favor on the internet, right? It's, this is a sport. Someone's got, to, someone's got to prove themselves to be worthy. Right. You and don't when that time just comes, wake up you're going to... No, 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 no. You don't get to just w wake up one day and think you're a bad man or be like, be like Trevor Murdoch and I'm really mad, and so therefore I'm worthy of a championship shot. You talk about low-hanging fruit, Gary... You want to know what high-hanging fruit is? It's going through 920 days of holding the most prestigious championship on this earth. 
and the target could not be bigger. This man lives with a big, the hugest target in the world every single day on his back. That's high hanging fruit, Gary. I uh, I can't deny that uh, Mr. Aldis does have a proper answer for everything I've I've brought up this evening, and with the uh, his uh, precious sidekick over here, it's uh, been pretty impossible to hang. So, <laughs> you just can't That's... you just can't resist, can you, Gary? You know, I don't know <laughs> if you recognize this doc, but just behind me in the shot here is the. Uh, is my is a, a prized possession of mine that that you were single handedly responsible for orchestrating. The uh, for those of you who don't know, I'll read I'll read a, a small amount of it. Just 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 uh, whereas Nick Alden's tenure as champion is characterized by tremendous dignity, respect for professional sports, charitable work, and acts of service to public education. As a Georgia Senate resolution. And yet, you, sir, are here attempting to slander my good name and then reduce, reduce a PhD, no less, a respected educator, a man with, with tremendous political influence, and you wish to just reduce him to the title of precious sidekick. Hmm. Uh, I, maybe it's maybe it's time that maybe it's time that you took a took a thirty day hiatus, Gary. I'm just let's see what the people in the let's see what the people in the chat think about that. PhD doesn't prevent you from being wrong; it just makes it more disappointing when you are. And uh, that's that's just <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, 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 again, why don't, we, to hey, why, why don't we ask the chat? Let's see if the chat would like to put Gary on a, a thirty day hiatus. He just has to produce the show. He can't. He can't. He can't speak. He can't host. He, he can still produce, but he has to be a, a silent, anonymous producer. If that's what the people want, I'm happy to be a silent, anonymous producer. Um, but hopefully, come I, I come on, folks. People, Do I think it. people are enjoying this interaction. People are. Well, I'm, sure they are. I'm seeing no's. Uh, people are worried that you're never going to come back. They don't. They don't understand our chemistry. They just. Uh, they think I'm no, being too rude to you. They don't understand our chemistry. Our chemistry. Not yours, Gary. Yeah. <sighs> this is a virtual fist bump. Oh. Boom. Boom. Ah. <laughs> you got there. You got Nailed there. It. You worked at it. <laughs> Nailed uh, it. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Okay. Well, we are grateful that the champ did show up here with us. And uh, spend so much time with us. We don't want to take up all of this time. Thank you for everybody uh, for being here in the chat. We are grateful for you. We're grateful. Again, champ, this community is all about the NWA. And uh, these folks are awesome coming to the YouTube to just participate. They couldn't get enough out of NWA power. They had to come spend another hour or over an hour now talking about it. So you know you're at least winning there. And Well, uh, hey, that's the, that's the number one priority with NWA power. Always leave them wanting more. Yeah. That's it. And uh, anyway, uh, Nick is at Real Nick Aldis. Is that right? On everything? On, twi on Twitter and on, on, on Instagram is at Nick Aldis. I'm verified on both. So just look for the blue checks first. 
Yep, and at, at this is Will Martin, at this is Dr. Stinson, at this is Gary Horn. You can see it all there. We are at TIPW Show. We have our own show, youtube.com slash this is pro wrestling. You can come subscribe over there. But first and foremost, make sure you hit subscribe here if you're not already subscribed to the official NWA channel. We are grateful to Mr. Corgan, the National Wrestling Alliance, and of course, the real world's heavyweight champion for uh, giving us this space to uh, reflect our feelings and talk about things passionately. Even if we disagree sometimes, it's okay. We're the hashtag NWA fam, and that's what it's all about. So uh, I guess that's it, unless you guys have anything else you want to add. Nope. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, great, great for being here. Great episode of Power. Oh, I'm sorry. Great episode of Power. Probably my favorite so far. Agreed. We'll Thank you, gentlemen. Here. It's been a pleasure. Yes, sir. Thank you, champ. And uh, we'll be back here with you guys next week, right after power at 7.05. Until then, enjoy 